Hello and welcome to this very special episode of Spicy Times. It's original. Exactly. We have all original games. We do. No survival of the witless. Purely original, fun games. Original content. Exactly. So, Louis, can you introduce yourself by completing the rhyme? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I am Louis, and I like blank, but I can't stop blank. Hello, I am Louis. And I like Frank Ocean, but I can't stop using too much hand lotion. <laughs> Very opposing thoughts. I there. have a hand lotion addiction. Do you? I do. Do you just go and wash your hands and yeah. then put too much on? I'm like, wait, I might have more hand lotion on my hands. I need to wash it off with more <laughs> hand lotion. But you know, when you put hand works. lotion on your hands, does that mean the hand lotion is now unclean? Yeah. You need to get rid of all the hand lotion from your hands, so you wash it off with more hand lotion. Oh, okay. But therefore, adding hand lotion. It's just a cycle. Yeah. Can you ever stop? You can never stop. Is that why you've been it's washing your hands all this problem. time? Yeah. That's why we installed a sink here. <laughs> just so I, I thought that was pretty hands. weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're listening to Spicy Times, a podcast all about playing weird games that I've made up. Are you ready for our first original game? I am. Louise Toolbox. I own a toolbox. You've got a toolbox now. I do. What are I've you going to do with it? I've never owned a toolbox. Have you not? What would you store in a toolbox if you owned one? I don't think I'd store tools in it. I really? Think I'd store like food or something. I'm thinking donuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking donuts as well. Really? It's so weird. It must be like the same episode of The Simpsons yeah. that we watched. <laughs> <laughs> the famous toolbox donut episode. Yeah. Louis will randomly think of an object and must explain how he would solve a certain situation with it. Okay. So, Louis, can you think of a random object? Can I choose a donut in my toolbox? Oh, yeah, sure. Go okay. for it. I'm not sure if you chose wisely, because the first situation is that you have to defend the world against alien invaders. I don't know if aliens have the same ingredients we do on their planet. To make donuts? Yeah. It might be a new thing to them. Like alien wheat? Yeah. They might forgive me if I give them a donut. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, you know what? This is great. We can actually use you to make donuts on our planet. But won't they just take you and then destroy the earth? But they don't know this recipe for donuts. Oh, okay. Exactly. So because there are too many donut shops on the earth, they can't destroy it. Yeah, and also they, if, if they kill everyone, they won't know how to make them. Mm-hmm. So we've got to go to their planet and live there so that we can help them make donuts. <laughs> Could you also kind of use it as a weapon, possibly? I'm not sure how effective that would be. Mm-hmm. It depends, like... What shape the aliens are. Yeah. If they're very long, and then you can hook donuts exactly, around yeah. them, and that Attach somehow kills them. a string to it, <laughs> and then get them on a leash. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. If their necks are super small, but their head is also malleable. Yes. So you can just lasso one. The famous alien shape. Long neck, malleable head. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of my clothing line. <laughs> <laughs> It's only for people who have long necks and malleable heads. Yeah, exactly. It's really hard to put it on if you don't have a long neck and malleable head. (laughs) Okay, another object, please. I don't know what you store in a toolbox. Can you store, like, a ruler in a toolbox? Yeah, sure, go for a ruler. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Okay. It can be any object. It doesn't have to be toolbox-based. Okay, okay. You have to save the economy, Louis. You measure it (laughs) with a ruler, and you know how much it's uh, in decline. How big is the ruler? It's like a meter. Yeah, Ooh, I think, I think you can measure the whole economy with, with a meter. You probably could, yeah. You probably could. Yeah. Um, how, how is my initial question? <laughs> okay. 
um, maybe you need to know how much the economy is declining oh, okay. to work out how yeah. much. I don't know how much you have to put into it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how yeah. much more money you need to generate to make it sustainable. Is there another way you could possibly generate money with rulers? Uh, if you made a new currency, maybe out of <laughs> from rulers. rulers. Oh, okay, yeah. Maybe you measure how much of a certain like, like it would be like a volume, not like how much money is worth. Oh, but like volume is like worth a certain amount. If you have yeah. more volume of something, so then you could just cut it in more. half. Yeah, but then if you have a ruler, you can measure how much they have. Hmm. Yeah. So wait, you would need a ruler to measure how how long much how much of a volume are. of something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and that would save the economy. It would by making a new currency. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I was thinking more hitting bankers. Bankers are the problem. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say they're the problem, but maybe they know how to solve it. So if, so you, if just, you hit them, uh, they might comply. <laughs> they'll be very happy to yeah, comply. That's my plan. <laughs> that's how you always get people to like you. You just hit them with a ruler. I have been doing that to a lot yeah. of people recently. Has it worked? Uh, a lot of restraining orders. Okay. Which means I get to go to a court and meet even more people. Oh my god, they're so great. But I, I, I mean, at rulers. least you can measure like the restraining order, like how far you have to be away from them <laughs> yeah. with the ruler, just to check exactly, your yeah. sufficient distance. <laughs> I get up close to them so I can measure how far I am away. <laughs> That's a loophole in the... <laughs> it's a loophole in the system. Yeah, exactly. A new object, please, Louis. Um, Pull that out of your toolbox. Out of my toolbox is a massive ladder. It's a big toolbox. It's a big ladder. It's a big ladder Ooh, out nice. of a massive toolbox. So you have to earn the trust of the mafia <laughs> with a ladder. <laughs> okay, maybe. Maybe the mafia... I could, like, do, like, a trick, like a magician trick. With oh, ladder. right, yeah. I could be like, hey, I can jump over this wall, get out a ladder real quick, and then climb over it. And they'd be like, wow, that's great. I could, like, trick them into thinking I have superpowers or something. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, with a ladder. <laughs> so maybe I'm like, hey, if you trust me, mm-hmm. then you'll trust I can jump over this 60-foot wall. Yeah. You can trust I can jump over the wall of China. <laughs> So we go there, right? We go to and China. Then, and then I'm like, oh, what's behind you? And then they look around, right? Because I also have a giraffe. I don't know why it's there. A distractional In giraffe. In China. Okay. I don't yeah. know why it's there, but it is there. So we get the giraffe, right? They're mm-hmm. distracted by the giraffe. They don't know what's going on. Yeah. They look back around. I've used the ladder to climb up, but they don't know that. <laughs> Because I've put it back in my toolbox. <laughs> and by then I'm on the top of the wall. And they're just thinking, wow, I trust this man. Instead of smoke and mirrors, it's giraffes and ladders. Yes, exactly. Great, love it. <laughs> or it could be like snakes and ladders, but it's giraffes and ladders. So you win a game of snakes and ladders with the mafia. Yeah, I gamble against them. And then earn their trust. For my life for their trust. <laughs> Your life? Yeah, I'm gambling my life Ooh. for their trust. You're that good at snakes and ladders. I am very good at giraffes Ooh, you've got this massive ladder. Yeah. You go to the top instantly. Exactly. So if any of you have a ruler, a ladder, and a donut, you can save the world, save the economy, and get into a gang. While hitting bankers. <laughs> Whilst hitting bankers. Yeah. <laughs> and taming giraffes, actually. Taming giraffes and also violating your restraining orders. Yep. <laughs> Great. So our next game is Terrible Top Tips. We'll go back and forth seeing who can think of the worst top tip for a dangerous situation. Okay. And our situation today is when you're lost in a foreign country. All right. So what's some bad advice 
for if you get lost in a foreign country. Are we like making the advice worse and worse? Yeah. Or are we like, yeah. Should we start okay. off normal then? I'll start off like look at a map. Oh, look at a map. Look at a map. And then I'll go to put a blindfold on. And then look at a map. Just get any material <laughs> you can. Put a blindfold on. If you put a blindfold on, then you don't know where you are. Mm. And you might not even be in a foreign country. You might still be at home. <laughs> you have no idea. Exactly. That's why it's awful. You feel like you're safe. But really you're not. Mm-hmm. Can we make that worse? I'd say looking at the stars for astrology patterns and then noticing where they are. In the oh, world. all right. Yeah. Especially if it's day. Especially if it's day. <laughs> That's try, especially try bad if it's day. Try and do that if it's day. Yeah. If it's day, just go straight for that. Yeah. What about interacting with some of the foreign people? You could speak another language that they don't understand. So you can bring three languages into the equation. A language that you and they don't understand. Yeah, that's great. And you get someone else to come in and then translate it to them. And they have to translate back. Okay. Maybe just a made-up language. Maybe a made-up language. Maybe you could, like, make up a code. Morse code. You could teach them the Morse code and then they'd understand. Oh, okay. Yeah. With a blindfold on. With a blindfold on. Looking at the stars. Yeah. Somehow. Is there some way we could transport in the city or foreign city to get get, around to get people out how do you get out of a foreign city (laughs) um if you go to the airport make sure uh you say bomb every five seconds yeah yeah i think i think they'll definitely escort you out Mm -hmm. if you do that go for that i mean i think rather than getting a plane you just shout bomb (laughs) then you get arrested and then you get um detained oh yeah great and then you get sent back to a country so Mm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. You know, I think that's the worst top tip we could possibly I come think, up with. I think that's a way of saving flight money, though. <laughs> you don't even have to buy the flight, they just ship you back. Nice, yeah. Yeah. So that's a top tip on both saving money and getting out of a foreign country. Whilst getting arrested. Whilst getting arrested. Yeah, that's the downside. Maybe you could just go against your restraining order. Damn. Yeah. And maybe if you hit them with the ruler, they'll comply and just send you back anyway. <laughs> Well, if you're ever in a foreign country, A, remember to put your blindfold on. Two, look at the stars, especially if it's the daytime. Yes. Three, uh, poke people with rulers. Whilst shouting bomb. In order to get detained. Yeah. And then you're good. You're good yeah. to go. That's our four-step <laughs> system. <laughs> so our next game is Taxa Task. Okay. What is that? It's a game where Louis and I will place... Free animals in order due to their efficiency of completing tasks. Okay. Are you ready for the animals? I'm definitely ready for the Bring animals. Bring them in. <laughs> they're here. They're here. Oh, no. So we've got a snake there. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, over there's a squid and a flamingo is behind me. Okay. Snake, squid, flamingo. Okay. The classic pair. The classic <laughs> the pair of three. <laughs> the free pair. Any initial impressions on which is going to be the best? I don't know the scenario or situation. Yeah, just like out of everything in the world. Snakes and squids can get through like really small holes. Yeah. I'm thinking that's a benefit. Oh, okay. Like I've seen videos, right, where squids, like massive squid, squeeze through like a really small hole on a ship. Do they have any bones? I don't know. They probably don't if they can do that. If they do, then uh, that's a problem because they're all broken. (laughs) But otherwise, then they're good. Positive, you can squeeze through small holes. Negative, all your bones break. All your bones break. To be honest, I think humans can do that. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So, our first scenario is pancake making. Oh, Jesus. Okay. um... So, which one do you think is going to be the worst at pancake making? 
Can flamingos, like, hold stuff? Probably not, no. Yeah. They don't have to just, like, poke it with their beak. Oh, beak poking. I'm thinking octopus is probably the best. I mean, squid, sorry. Oh, octopus. octopus. <laughs> Correct. Anyway, do squids have eight, right? Eight tentacles? Uh, I think they have six. Yeah, I'm thinking six is oct, not... um. No, that's octopus. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, oct is eight, right? Yeah. So then squid... Minus two, that yeah. must be squids. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes common sense. <laughs> that's just common sense, right? <laughs> Why didn't they call it a hexapus? Who named this, Oliver? I don't Why? know, Louis. <laughs> Obviously not mathematicians. Exactly. Maybe okay. people who couldn't count. Anyway, do you think okay. it's going to be good at pancake making? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They they might like throw in some secret like fish ingredients. Oh, right. I don't really want fish pancakes. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm open to the idea of fish pancakes. Uh-huh. I feel like the upside is that they can make a lot of pancakes at once. But the downside is that they're going to throw in some secret ingredients. Oh, because they got a lot yeah. of hands. I'm also thinking you could kind of use them as a syringe. As a syringe? Yeah, so because they've got squid ink, you oh, could yeah. somehow replace that with pancake mix. And then the snake wraps around the squid, mm-hmm. squeezing out the pancake mix. They're, they're working together. Exactly. So what about the snake, do you think? Should um, you do it on its own and then in yeah. cahoots with a squid? In cahoots with the squid. Um... <laughs> I mean, like I just said, it could squeeze the pancake mix. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the only way it would be able to handle stuff. What if it, like, it was in the pan, and then... It was in the pan? Yeah, you just pour pancake mix inside of, like, the circle it makes. <gasps> Damn. Yeah. Um, We might need, like, a suit for the snake to wear or something. <laughs> or, like some Firefighting yeah, exactly. snake suit, yeah. But if we can if we can manufacture that, then yes, I'm very happy for the uh, the snake to be our pancake mold. <laughs> it's like a cookie cutter for pancakes. Yeah. So what order are we putting in? Number one. Number one. I, I kind of like the snake mold. Oh, okay. Should you I go snake then? I mean, it's up to you. Let's go snake. Okay, let's go snake. Two. Squid. Squid. Three. Flamingo. Flamingo isn't doing well. I don't think. I, don't, I think he's going to catch on fire. Honestly, <laughs> around all that hot stuff. Yeah. And the feathers. Yeah. I don't know about that. Okay. Skiing. Skiing. Which one do you think would be the best at a ski jump? I think the flamingo has good form for a ski jump. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And also, it doesn't even have to have two skis. It can have one. Oh, it because... It stands it, on one leg. Yeah, it stands on it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like snowboarding. Do you think it could do any tricks? Um, It might not be as stable with one leg, but yes, possibly. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah, I mean the snake. It could be the ski itself. Like it would just, oh, yeah. it would just sit on a ski. It's like the same shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty much just a sledge down a hill. Very aerodynamic, though. Yeah, it yeah. is. Not many trick capabilities, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're ranking it on. <laughs> yeah. Can it do a trick? No. Out. But can it go fast? Can it go fast? I don't know. Squid. What about squid? Uh, can we get eight skis at once? I mean, not eight skis, six skis at once. Um. Is that in the rules? Maybe, yeah, sure. If they're tiny skis. Okay. It's proportional to the number yes. of legs, yeah. Um, then I would pay to see that. Yep, <laughs> you would pay to see I that. I would pay to see that. If it can do tricks as well. Yeah. Then, uh... Oh, and then because it's got squid ink, it will look really cool in the oh snow. And it can but draw then, pictures. Yeah, and we can get, like, different colours as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. No, we get, like, different colour inks. And it, like, paints Oh, yeah, that's good. What if it did the Mona Lisa... <laughs> whilst skiing on six skis. That'd be crazy, yeah, I'd that like that. Crazy. So, number one. Squid Mona Lisa painter. 
Great. Number two. <laughs> um, aerodynamic snake trick. Person. And number three. Flamingo. Uh, flamingo oh, on no. a ski. Even though it's got good form. <laughs> <laughs> has good form, but it can't do tricks. <laughs> I think painting the Mona Lisa is the ultimate trick. Let's be yeah, honest. that's pretty true. I mean, if yeah. you can do a backflip, that's cool, but can you paint the Mona Lisa? Did Leonardo da Vinci do it while skiing? He no. Did. Fun fact. That's what I thought. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, surprise fact. Ooh. What about brain surgery? <laughs> Would you trust any of them to do your brain surgery? No, but the one I trust the most mm-hmm. is a flamingo. Not because it can do flamingo. stuff Ooh. that well. I just, I don't It looks trustworthy. Yeah. I guess it's also, it could probably reach your brain. Yeah. Like, if you were lying down. Yeah, good. I don't think a snake think, or a squid I think could... in terms of picking up stuff and being, like, careful, I think the, the flamingo's the best with his beak. Oh, yeah. I feel like the snake would just go inside rather than, like, <laughs> hold stuff. <laughs> Do you not want a snake in your I brain? I do not want a snake on my head, actually. Really? No. What about balance for the flamingo? Because yeah. it only stands uh, on one leg. I mean, as long as it's careful. Sure. I mean, maybe if we build a stand for it to, like, stand on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like a, a little holster kind of thing. <laughs> a holster for a flamingo. <laughs> it, it just stands on. <laughs> so it's strapped in. Yeah. And it can't fall over. It's like a seatbelt, except... Oh, okay, yeah. And then you drag it around to the yeah, different equipment. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting, yeah. Someone has the man that flamingo stand. <laughs> in operating theatre, you got a anaesthetist, the main surgeon, and then the flamingo man, <laughs> as we all know. <laughs> it's a very well-paid job. Um, squid? Squid, uh, six legs. Can six probably, legs. Uh, Perform six surgeries at once. Uh, no, <laughs> but what about his brain capacity? Like a spider, can it write? Can it good books? <laughs> it does the same brain surgery on everyone. It, it makes them into the same into person. It doesn't even take into account what's wrong. It just does the same thing. You wake up, you're just clones of each yeah, other. Exactly. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what it it does. It makes clones. Would that be better or worse? Um, depends whether you want to be fixed or be a clone. I don't know. Hmm. I ask you know. myself that question every day <laughs> to my flamingo up, man. You wake up in the morning and you're like, ha, do I really want to be me or do I want to be a clone? Bring in the squid. <laughs> Bring in the squid. It's time. <laughs> the squid man that just brings in the squid hands you it. Okay. First, for brain surgery. I'd say the flamingo manner person. Yeah. Second. Um, the slippery snake. Slippery snake. But, that goes in your brain. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it, it will get, like, a close look or you know what's wrong. <laughs> okay. I mean, the squid just made clones. I don't know. Yeah, and the squid last. Yeah. So, out of all of those three, what are we putting first? I mean, are we taking into account more, like, who won the most? Or, like... Just generally, who we think is the best? I'd say the snake is first. Snake, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'd say the squid. Yeah. The flamingo. Oh. I like the flamingo the most. Yeah, it's strange. Like it's good at stuff. <laughs> is that from brain surgery? No. <laughs> it's a very niche market for it is. flamingos. Our next segment is irregular idioms. Do you know what an idiom is, Louis? You just said it was a phrase, so I'm going to go with that. Okay. <laughs> Great. So, yeah, an idiom is a common phrase such as... The cookie crumbles. Yeah, or... That's why the cookie crumbles. Yeah. <laughs> The cookie crumbles. <laughs> the, the cookie just crumbles, that's it. It's just uh, bio-decomposition. Of cookies. Of cookies. The cookie crumbles. <laughs> Full stop. Plato. 100 BC. So, Louis will have to identify the correct idiom from three possible meanings, two of which I've made up. Okay. So, these are idioms translated 
from across the globe. First, we have a Czech idiom. Okay. So is the idiom to roll around in jam, Mm. to walk around in hot porridge, or to jog around in solid custard? I don't know what they're doing in Czech, but those (laughs) seem very weird. I'm not sure what they do on a daily basis, but... um, Come on, you just got to roll around in jam. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with any of them. Okay, um... So the last one was to walk around in custard. To jog around in jog. solid custard. Okay, yeah. I missed some details. <laughs> I feel like that's the most realistic. Really? Because it could mean, like, like to beat a dead horse type of thing. Oh, okay, so yeah. Like, like, put effort into something, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's no hope. Why are you jogging around Why in solid custard? Why are you jogging around in solid, solid custard? Solid custard, yeah. You cannot move in solid custard. <laughs> It's a well-known fact. Um, what were the other ones? To roll around in jam? Roll around in jam, yeah. I don't know why you would use that, or how you would use that. Maybe it's, like, to attract attention. That's what I was thinking. Because Oliver's, you know how, like... Oliver's wearing a really flamboyant shirt. He's rolling around in jam right now. Because, <laughs> you know, you used to get jam boys, and then you put a jam on the boy, and then it attracts all the flies. Oh. And it doesn't attract to you. And they roll around in jam. Yeah. Yeah. So it's obviously to be, like, attract things. Yeah. And my shirt is not a flamboyant. No, it's a hypothetical It's situation. just very, very bright. It's just very bright pink, all right? <laughs> it's also see-through, but that's, that's not important, okay? It's so bright and see-through, it blinds people. But it's not a flamboyant. It is not. <laughs> I'm very delicate about the flamboyancy of my... Insecure about your flamboyant pink shirt. <laughs> All right, what was the uh, second one? The second one was to walk around in hot porridge. Maybe it's like to walk on hot coals. Oh, interesting. I'm not sure that's a phrase. That could be a phrase. uh, It's like... What would that mean? Like to reach a state... Like to reach nirvana. (laughs) You know? But it's... To become enlightened. Yeah. Because it's like when when your mind's like clear, like you don't even feel the hot coals, right? Yeah. But I don't know, maybe in Czech they really like porridge and they just swapped it out. They didn't think coals was appealing enough, so they uh, they swapped it out for cor- Maybe for they porridge. make their porridge really, really hot. They make it so hot that they actually use it to fuel fires over there. <laughs> they don't even use coal. That's a renewable energy source exactly. right there. They're ahead of their um, helping environment thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the word is perfect. Great. That's their slogan. <laughs> we helping environment thing. <laughs> With porridge, yes? Yep. <laughs> Which one do you think is more likely? Um, I'd say the the one I went with first, so the last one. So, to jog around in solid custard. Yeah, I'd say that's the most likely. I'm sorry, Louis. It's to walk around in hot porridge. It is? Yeah. And do what, you know what it means? What do you think it means, initially? I thought it meant, like, to reach nirvana. And, like, reach, like, a, a state mm-hmm. of, like, tranquility. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So it's actually to dodge a topic. Like we say, to beat around the bush. Yeah. They say, to walk around in hot porridge. What's the context there? Who made that? And why? Maybe when you don't want to talk, you just go and walk around in hot porridge. Like a paddling pool full of it's hot like, porridge. It's like an excuse to leave a situation. You're like in a social situation. You're like, ah, i got to go uh, walk around in hot porridge. I'm out. I don't really want to talk. Sorry, right man, I can't. I gotta, uh, my mum said i got to jog around in some, <laughs> in some uh, hot porridge. Yep. Next is a Chinese idiom. Okay. Famous for their sayings. So, which one is more likely... To inflate a sword, to inflate a castle, or to inflate a cow. Um, so you're inflating things. Yeah. Mm. I mean, off the off the bat, I think inflating a castle mm-hmm. makes a lot more sense than inflating a cow. 
Um, I've never seen someone inflate a cow myself. I yeah. don't know if you have, but uh, I haven't. What do you think would happen if you put some air in a cow? It would become a balloon. <laughs> cow it would just balloon. fly away, getting rid of all the methane. Yeah. What, what do you think that would mean, to inflate a cow? I don't know what that would like. Like, because phrases are usually like synonyms for stuff. Oh, yeah. But like in a situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that would be a synonym of. <laughs> like doing the impossible. Ooh, or, maybe. Or like... I like that. Except I don't know why you would phrase it as inflating a cow. <laughs> Believe in yourself, Louis. Inflate the you cow. You can inflate the cow. If you try hard enough. We can all inflate the cow. Yeah. You at home, go inflate a cow. <laughs> what about to inflate a sword? Um, maybe it's like... Like, okay, I, th- I feel like a sword is like a weapon, right? Yeah. But I feel like it would be like de-weaponizing. Oh, or like okay. enhancing your weapons. I feel like if you inflate <laughs> a sword, right, it's more like... Um, like a kid's sword, like a mm-hmm. kid's inflatable yeah, yeah. sword, and then it's like de-weaponizing because it's like, oh, it's not even a sword. We're just having fun, you know. Yeah. No violence, <laughs> but maybe it's like inflating is in like making more swords and you kill more people. I don't know. It's very opposite sides yeah. of the spectrum. It's like the antithesis of one another, but okay. in the same thing. What about to inflate a castle? That's the one I feel like makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why you use it again. I don't know what context you'd say, oh, I'm just going to go and flay a castle. Maybe it means to, like, build something quickly. Oh, like, yeah. It's so quick it's been inflated. If Rome wasn't built in a day, it was inflated in a day. <laughs> Rome was inflated in a day. <laughs> just a lot of Roman soldiers with, like, bicycle <laughs> pumps. <laughs> just inflating stuff. Yeah. So which one do you think is the most likely? You've persuaded me for the Roman inflating <laughs> castles. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So you think it? I'll, uh, I'll go the saying that. is yeah, to inflate that. a castle. I mean, it makes the most sense, yeah. but it's probably not right. But well, I'm sorry, Louis, again, because it's to inflate a cow. But why? It means like if you're selling a cow at the market, yeah. it depends on the weight of it. So you want to. So okay. you want to make it bigger. Yeah. So you inflate it. Yeah. It's like selling something up. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just initially thought it was like, hey, I want to make a balloon out of a cow real quick. Yeah. So our next idiom is from. Italy. Okay. Is it a dog in a church, a horse in the post office, or a parrot in the public showers? <laughs> <laughs> the last one. Um, I don't know. Okay, public showers is like a really specific thing. Yeah. I don't feel like that would be like a common thing. And a parrot as well. Wait, are there parrots in, in Italy? Are those like common in Italy? I'm not sure. Maybe they're just foreign birds. Yeah. Maybe it's like... A public, okay, like a public shower, right? Yeah. That's like a pretty private thing and a pretty exclusive thing. And then there's a foreign bird invading <laughs> it. Maybe it's for people who don't like immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a xenophobe in a yeah, public shower. Exactly. Maybe it's like, oh, those damn parrots are back in our public shower. Like, <laughs> the people who came from other countries are here. I don't know. Um, so that could be like a xenophobic thing. Oh, yeah, okay. What about a horse in a post office? Um, were horses ever used to transport mail? Was that a thing? Uh, probably at some point, yeah. Um, well, then maybe it's like a handy tool that's in your toolbox. Oh, <laughs> nice, yeah. yeah. With a big ladder inside like a, and yeah, a giraffe. Or a donut. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe it's like there's a tool to use. So can you put it in a sentence? Oh, there's a ruler here and I need a ruler. There's a horse in my post office. <laughs> 
There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> There's a horse in my post office. There's a dog in my church. <laughs> yeah, what about a dog in a church? I don't know. I like that aesthetic of a dog in a church. <laughs> I feel like it's like a really friendly, like, small town. And there's, yeah. like, a, there's like one church in the center and there's just okay. a nice dog. So what does there. that mean? Maybe it's like, maybe it's not a nice dog. Maybe oh. it's like barking a lot. Like a Satan. Satan yeah. dog maybe in Maybe Satan church. has invaded the church. Oh, right, yeah. In the form of a dog. <laughs> I don't know what dog it would be as well. I need like a breed of dog for that. Oh, okay. To really corgi guess. with a knife. Yeah, <laughs> in a church. If, if there's a corgi with a knife in a church, I feel like then it would be like he wants atonement. He wants forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> he goes up to like one of the booths and confesses yeah. his sins. <laughs> he just barks. Yeah. Maybe it's like again, like someone's like invading, mm-hmm. um, like a sacred place. Oh like yeah. A place maybe. of like privacy. Mm-hmm. So what would that? Can you use it in a sentence? Like. Oh, the atheists are here. There's a dog in my church. <laughs> um, I like the fact you're saying in my. <laughs> for I all of them. the church and the post office. <laughs> you're a, a conglomerate. Really business, yeah. So, do you want to guess which one it is? Um, I don't know why, but I like the dog in the church. You're I, absolutely right. Okay. Well done, Louis. I'm guessing it's not the meaning, but. But you pretty I much got it. like it. You got it right. It's an unwanted guest. Oh, it is. Yeah, so you you got both of them right. Professional. Well done. You, you know your Italian, <laughs> you know your Italian idioms, but not your Chinese or your Czech. No, unfortunately not. You got to work on those. I'm actually fluent in Italian. Are you? Yeah. Buongiorno. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a dog in my church. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only Italian I know. But oh, I think, okay. I think that's the only Italian you need to know. So yeah. I do class myself as fluent. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Our next game is Movie Madness. Okay. A game where we'll corrupt film plots by adding disastrous details, then decide if we'd still go and see them or if they have lost all cinematic glory. Okay. So we're adding bad details to films that ruin them. So our first film plot is a boy and a girl fall in love. But the boy has a dog who has a knife. (laughs) And he's on the rampage and he's bloodthirsty. And he's going into churches. Yes. Or maybe the dog with the knife, of mm-hmm. course, is he's like really protective over <laughs> his owner. And anyone who gets close, he doesn't trust. Yeah. And he gets really jealous that he's not the one having attention. Oh, okay. How do you think the girl would react I to that? I think she'd probably die. To the she'd die. Die. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's out for, for, for the death. So it's turned from, like, a romantic comedy... Into a horror film. Into a horror film very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. They met on a, they met on a romantic date. They came home, and the dog was waiting. <laughs> Turns on the light. Turns on the light. The dog Turns was there around. with a knife. And, uh, it went badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you go see that movie? Um... I'm kind of liking it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of horrors. No, I, I'm not either, but I feel like that would get me yeah. into the horror genre. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> that's, that's the, the first good that's, horror film. That's the gateway into horrors. <laughs> what about a scientist trying to change the world? I don't know what he's trying to change. He's trying to implement something crazy. Like, maybe he's got a new drug that cures cancer, but he needs funding. <laughs> An epic inconvenience. He needs funding. <laughs> This film's going to be crazy. (laughs) Went from horror to very boring action. He doesn't have a big enough ruler to measure his um, economy, so he doesn't know how much funds he has. Maybe it's a scientist who's trying to make clones, 
but we've run out of squids <laughs> so that we can't make clones anymore <coughs> sorry that's gonna <laughs> let's do it all again let's go from yeah. the start i coughed that's not good enough just get rid of it i can't actually edit coughs out no that's the one thing i can't <laughs> you like you tried to like i try you tried to like drag over it and press yeah. cut and it's like no that's a cough the you computer froze me back <laughs> against the wall i go through it i get up trembling i'm i try and press it again bam <laughs> i'd watch that heart movie yeah i'd watch it too <laughs> You can't delete your coughs. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. That was great. <laughs> so the problem is that to make that film bad, he needs to get all the squids. He needs to get the squids so they can make the clones. Because obviously mm-hmm. squids make clones. Everyone yeah. knows that. Yeah, of course. Um, but we've run out of squids. Yeah. Ooh. And he needs to make squids to make clones. Robot squids. Robot squids. And then they turn evil. Damn. That's a really in-depth film plot. Yeah, it is. We should sell this to Warner Brothers. Yep. Get them on the phone. Actually, I would prefer this if it was like a Bollywood film <laughs> and it turned into like a musical halfway through. Really? I think, yeah, I think, I think it'd be better for that. A surprise Bollywood film? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, great. You, you think it's like a Tarantino film or something, but yeah. it's like sci-fi for some reason. Yeah. But then halfway through, it just turns into a Bollywood film. <laughs> and then in India, it's a Bollywood film and halfway through it turns to a Tarantino film. <laughs> and everyone just gets shot for no reason. <laughs> Great, I think we've ruined that plot. I wouldn't yeah. see that. I mean, I'd, I'd see the Indian version where, oh, yeah, where of course. everyone dies and then Samuel Jackson appears out of nowhere. But I wouldn't watch a Bollywood film only for the protagonist to get <laughs> shot by a squid or something. <laughs> Next film. So what about a poor person becoming rich? Maybe he becomes rich, but he becomes rich in Bitcoin. And Bitcoin has crashed. <laughs> and therefore, he actually has no money very sad that is very sad or maybe he's he's poor right so he has no means of connecting to the internet or anything Mm -hmm, so he wins like a billion bitcoins (laughs) yeah in in the lottery for some reason the bitcoin lottery but he can't he can't make any transactions with them because he doesn't own any device that connects the internet this is really touching me it is it's really (laughs) emotional he can't access his money even though he owns it and then it turns into a bollywood film (laughs) and halfway through a squid comes out (laughs) And suits Samuel L. Jackson at uh, the end. I'm crying, Louis. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Terry. I shouldn't have made this so emotional. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. would you watch that? I would. The Bitcoin... The Bitcoin... Bitcoin billionaire. The Bitcoin thief squid. Ooh, yeah. good title. Yeah. What would be the selling line? When you think your Bitcoins are safe, a squid is right around the corner. <laughs> And that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> that's how the squid shoots Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> okay, what about a dog befriends a boy? A dog befriends a boy? Yeah. But the dog has a knife. Oh, no. <laughs> but the dog is trapped in a church. Yeah. And they can't make it out. What if the dog is God? Yeah. What if you flip the dog backwards and it's actually God? Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so basically, right, mm-hmm. it's this really amazing plot, right, where yeah. a boy goes to church in Italy. <laughs> it's not even a Sunday. He's just going anyway because he's done something bad, okay? Oh, he wants to confess. But you don't know what he's done bad. You don't know what he's done bad. Nice. And then he goes in the church, right? Uh-huh. And there's this dog there. 
he doesn't want the dog there because yeah. he's an unwanted guest. Yeah. But he, he just ignores it and goes to the booth, but there's no one there. And then the door's shut behind him and it's just him and the dog. But then, right? Yeah. Then, like, it progresses and they try to get out, but they can't. Mm-hmm. So he finally gives in and befriends the dog. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they start telling each other stories about their past. And the boy finally confesses to what he's done yeah. to the dog. <gasps> and it, it was connected. Yeah. But then the dog reveals that he's actually God the whole time. Oh. And then forgives the boy's sins. Really <laughs> Again, I'm crying. Film. I'm and crying, then, Louis. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I was very invested in that yeah. plot. But the whole time, right, the dog was in control because the dog is God. Oh, So the dog yeah. closed the doors. <gasps> Yeah, and then he opens them again. And it's like, you've now confessed your sins, you're free to go. It turns out the boy actually died. And that's him being judged. And that's, and then he opens and then he the goes gate to heaven. to heaven. Oh my god, this is so deep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make this, but I don't have a corgi or the yeah. budget for it. <laughs> Oof. Wow. What did the boy do? You have to wait to see when you watch the film. Oh. Uh, but, you know, just spoiler alert. If anyone uh, really wants to watch this film without having the spoiler just mm-hmm. stop listening now stop but, listening but uh stop listening spicy times i can confirm that he did kill a squid so you know but you know to justify the squid did kill samuel l jackson so mm-hmm. i think it was a, uh, I think it was okay <laughs> i think we should end there yeah i think that's a good place to end that's a good place to end thank you so much for listening to another episode we'll be back in a week before i go cry about what life is and, and what why squids there are. So many squids. Why there are so many squids in this Bollywood musical, <laughs> and then burst into dance yeah. whilst crying. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oliver, it's gonna be okay.